command account um, good to see so many people dropping into the room to hear about eris protocol it's 5 p.m in thailand with me i hope you're well wherever you are mb can we just do a mic check and then the same with philip please hey rebel good to be here hear you loud and clear thank you hey same for me great to be here looking forward to the twitter space awesome um Oh, yeah. How are things back home with you? Are you in Europe just now, Philip? Yeah, still in Germany. All good. Weather is great uh, the last couple of days, so we're in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me laugh. It's January. <laughs> Do you like cold weather? Oh, it's it's fine, to be honest. It's, it's uh, 6 to 10 degrees here, which is quite warm already for, for me, to be honest. <laughs> But of course, it's it's not like Thailand where you are based right now, right? Absolutely, that 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 does sound quite warm, actually. Um, yeah. So no no snow with you, obviously not at the moment. No, no, it's not no. No snow in Australia either. Well, it looks like we've got loads of people in this room, so this is fantastic. Lots of people from the Terra community, the White Whale community. Um, hopefully, lots of time for audience participation. Um in this space as well so this is orbital command first space of 2024 we're honored to be joined by i guess an og in the terra space now um eris protocol philip from eris protocol um i think our first call philip was um not long after the terra crash um, and at that time, I mean, Eris was new. I sort of thought it was like a small project. Um, certainly your emergency grant was a small emergency grant. I can't remember the exact amount, maybe 16,000 Luna or something. Um, but since then, like 18 months ago, Eris has now become one of the sort of flagship and protocols on on Terra and obviously gone much further beyond. Um, so, with that rough introduction from my side, would you like to tell us like what brought you into the space and why you're not um, using your skills to to mine fiat? <laughs> yeah, I mean the 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 roadmap has been crazy, and to be honest, back then when we had the first call, we had around I don't know. 100 users, almost no TVL, and it was just the beginning. And it's it's really great to see all these different communities in here now um, that we are also part of, and we are super happy to be here in the cosmos. And yeah, so initially we we started just before the crash. I I, I stopped work. I stopped mining Fiat in January uh, before the Terra crash, and we wanted to build this slow burn arbitrage protocol. So we saw this in in Terra in Terra Classic, uh, there were, were these arbitrage opportunities to up Luna to uh, B Luna back then um, from Lido, the, the B Luna from Lido. And there, there were regular opportunities to trade for 3%, 4%. And we saw big whales trading like $100,000 worth of Luna back and forth, making 3% on it. And we just wanted to, to allow um, users and the community to also participate and also stabilize the network because um, liquid staking allows an immediate exit from, from the token, but it creates this kind of DPEG and um, this is also an issue if, if, if you combine that, of course, with, with something like Anchor Protocol, as we have seen the crash. And 
what what we wanted to provide is just some stability for this kind of pack that people who believe in a coin um, can take over this kind of unbonding risk or this 21 day opportunity cost um, that whales you often use to to just quickly trade in and out of uh, crypto. So we started developing it. We, we had it ready to launch. What it was on testnet, it looked very promising. And we, we even were in a race with White Whale. By the way, White Whale also wanted to provide this kind of um, protocol. They were also in, in the progress of building it, and we were really trying uh, to, to be the first to launch it. And yeah, so the Terra crash happened, and it it was like a greenfield on on Terra tour. And we, we just saw the announcement, uh, Stata wants to launch one week after the, the Terra launch. And we saw a lot of projects immediately um, jumping off ship, uh, didn't want to support Terra 2. Like uh, Lido immediately announced uh, that they will not support Terra 2. And the same for Stake, for example. This is what we started with as a code base uh, because Larry uh, stopped, didn't want to continue developing on Terra. Which, which is fine. I mean, it, it, it was a pretty hard crash for everybody in the ecosystem. And we, we said, no, we, we, we want to provide the community with an alternative to Stata. And we, we just said liquid staking, it, it matches our use case of the slow burn arbitrage, which is our, our goal uh, to provide this kind of uh, stable ecosystem for liquid staking tokens. And we, we have seen great success in that too. Um, since we have launched the app vault both on Terra and on Megaloo chain, um, we, we regularly see trade opportunities often. Um, we often beat the uh, staking APY from the chain only with real revenue. So it's, it's from real trading. And yeah, and we also keep the, the market stable in, in this kind of regard. And this is what we have also seen, for example, um, Stride tokens a little bit failing on, on Osmosis. Uh, often the SD Osmo, SD Juno, SD Atom often trade between three to ten percent um, of the pack of the redemption rate, and of course this is also something we want to change because uh, we are we are not only about our own liquid staking protocol. We, we we want to stabilize all liquid staking in Cosmos to make the whole ecosystem more secure. Okay, and th this is this is just a very small overview um, over areas. Uh, how we have launched. We wouldn't be here if we hadn't the support from the different communities. We have received, uh, like you said, a very small emergency grant to get us going. And afterwards, we have received a sizable grant from, from uh, Terra2 um, to, to keep the lights on for us. And of course, also from the, the Migaloo Foundation, from the Right program, we also received a very good uh, funding amount that kept us going over the last couple of years. And this is really awesome, and and we we intend to keep to to stay here, of course, and continue building, 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 and uh, provide the best ecosystem for liquid staking. Yeah, and so, some background maybe about my, myself, how how I how I joined the crypto space in, into this crazy world, you know. <laughs> um, for me, it was. I, I use Bitcoin quite quite early, to be honest, but I, I just used it as, as a currency to pay some things, something like you pay online, you, you, you could use Bitcoin for everything you want online already uh, very early when Bitcoin was, I don't know, I think 50 to $500, I already bought so something. I always left like $5 of Bitcoin in my wallet and one year later, it was already again $50 or something like that. So nothing big, but only using for some kind of... Uh, yeah, but buying things online, buying services online, and so on. And I, I always thought, ah, uh, Bitcoin, it's 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 only a distributed uh, database because I'm I'm from software development background. Uh, also studied uh, computer science and always were in traditional finance, active um, as an architect for for banking applications. And yeah, so I always thought it's it's only an you know, a distributed database and what's so special about it. And some some years later, I think it was end of 2019 or something, uh, 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 the, the, the brother of, of my wife uh, told me, hey, you, you need to get into, into Bitcoin again. And, uh, and I, I, th this, this was the time I really seriously looked uh, at, the, at Bitcoin and the, the value proposition. And at the time, of course, um, the banks already started printing money out of thin air. You, you know, the, the 
central banks and so on. And yeah, so I, I started my endeavor into crypto space. And the first first thing I wanted to do is um, I, I'm a big fan of ETFs. So something like the, the all AC ETFs, you know, MSCI world ETFs and so on. So I, I want to have some kind of portfolio that is broader than a single asset. And this is what, what I started developing on my own at, back in, at that time, 2020, something like an ETF based on cryptocurrency. So you can have your kind of strategies where you define something. You, you want to follow the market caps um, of the crypto space. You, you don't need to know anything, but it would just allocate um, like a monthly spending plan where you invest in cryptocurrencies. It was completely Web2. So um, with central exchange integration and so on. But it was this kind of first step into this space. And this is why, I, why I'm talking about this is this is why I, I, I got Luna at around $5 when it started entering the top 100. Um, so I acquired a, a little bit of Luna. And of course, um, it, it went almost parabolic and it, it was super crazy. And this is also the time I, I looked into some different kind of investment possibilities in the ecosystem. And this is how, how I really got onboarded into the Cosmos ecosystem with Anchor Protocol and so on. And then a, a second thing happened um, sometime later. I think it was 2021. Don't uh, name me on the, on the years because, I, you know, the years went, go by so quickly. <laughs> and so in, in that year, the first IBC transaction also happened. And this was also very significant in, in my personal journey because uh, it was Osmosis and Terra that were connected. And Terra always was really awesome regarding this Luna and UST um, minting and trading. And this, this new technology with IBC, with the transfers of funds between these different chains super seamlessly, Okay, in the beginning, it wasn't seamless. It was like you, you had to really hope that, that it, it, it arrives on the other side uh, within 30 minutes or something. And it, it could also take a couple of days if, if, if the relayers went down or your, your packages uh, didn't time out correctly. So it, was, it wasn't great user experience, but it gave a, a lot of opportunities for these kind of cross-chain arbitrage protocols and or cross-chain arbitrage uh, possibilities. And this is what I, what I also started doing a little bit manually. So I, I started trading Luna UST between Osmosis and Terra. And it, th th there was a lot of possibilities back then uh, to do that. And also we, we, I started writing these kind of small bots, also stabilizing the market, of course, between these kind of different ecosystems. And this also led me to, yeah, to, to, to this kind of slow burn arbitrage protocol because normal arbitrage, um, you can cycle your fu the funds uh, through it very quickly. So um, you trade on the one side, Luna UST, for example, and on the other, UST to Luna, and you have the same capital available. Then you transfer it with IBC between the chains, and then, you know, you can do it again. And th this is the difference to the slow burn arbitrage, because slow burn arbitrage is this 21-day lock of liquidity. And for normal arbitrage traders, it's it's a high opportunity cost because you are locked into one asset and you, you can't use your capital for new uh, trading opportunities. So the capital you need is a lot higher than uh, with normal arbitrage. And yeah, and this, this, this is also this kind of path with uh, the, the, the art vaults um, on Terra right now. And yeah, and so I, I got together with a couple of ex-colleagues and we, we, we started um, Ares Protocol like that. That's um that's an amazing uh, introduction there, Philip. Thank you so much. Um, which um kind of leads me to ask the next question um about Eris and where it is in in Cosmos now. Um, obviously it's it's done extremely well. Um, from a um it started off in in Terra and, and now you see Eris um popping up on chains across Cosmos. Um, where is where is Eris now and 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 where do you plan to? expand further so when we started i think when we when we had our first call i already talked about like we want to reach 100 million dollars tvl so of course this is still a big number and 
back then of course it was some kind of crazy number after after the crash almost all the capital was gone from the crypto space uh, along the beer market and so on um, but we just kept building we, we we still believe in the use case and we we very much believe in the technology of cosmos because um we we also evaluated developing on ethereum of course um but both the the chain transaction cost is very high there so so doing some kind of crazy um DeFi degen stuff is is super hard because you, your only target group is some kind of whales that 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 play around with 100ks of dollars um but we want to have anybody have access to this kind of ecosystem that that we are building and also the development language and with with rust and cosmbasm it's it's super great so it's it's really fun to develop for our developers too so it it's not something we 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 need to force ourselves doing because we are just having fun uh, developing these kind of cool uh, finance uh, transactions or something like that sorry sorry i i derailed a bit uh, what what was the question again Ah, okay. Well, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're you're doing great, Philip. Yeah. Just no, I was just asking, uh, you know, about Eris's uh, footprint um, across Cosmos yeah. and, and your future expansion plans. Yeah. So initially, it it was super difficult to find a footing because we are new new uh, protocol and we we just spawned up just after the the crash. Um, no, nobody was happy at that time, and it was super hard to acquire users, to acquire capital, and so on. Um, everybody was on the safe side. Uh, a new team, unknown team in the crypto space that launches a liquid staking protocol, which is uh, super security relevant because it, it it can have a lot of capital in there. We saw uh, Stata, uh, we saw um, Prism, all had around $600 million worth of TVL um, pre-crash. And of course, these were the numbers we are, we are, and these are the numbers we are aiming for, of course, to rebuild this kind of market that, has been uh, before the crash and yeah so so we, we i i think the, the the thing that is very strong about Ares is that we have a good consistency of delivering new products so we, we we just try to to launch our products when they are ready and not um based on some kind of market dynamics because we have seen a lot of different protocols that had their apps 100 percent ready but they they say I know it's it's not the perfect market to launch them, and they they just want to wait for the bull market um to to create better interactions and so on. But th this is not the case for us. We we want to to launch as as many good products as we can, and just build this kind of ecosystem back up where, where we see the need for it. And um, I see you guys are like all over all over Cosmos. You've run uh, obviously Terra, um, Juno, Kajira, Migaloo. Osmosis, Chihuahua, Objective. Um, have I missed any? Um, Archway, Say. You Terra guys are classic. Terra classic. Classic, of course. Of course we support classic. classic, of course. <laughs> Forget classic. Um, where else are you guys going? What's what's on the roadmap, Philip? You, you know, I I might sound crazy, but classic is is something for our heart. You know, we 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 still want to support them, and even though most of the community doesn't use DeFi, it's it's still something, some relict of, of the, the past, let's say it like that. Uh, yeah, we are still also on Neutron. And of course, we, we plan to to go to any Cosmos chain um, that is out there. Um, we, if we, we can also switch over a bit about what we are currently doing and what we are planning. Um, of course, uh, a big market that we don't have yet um, access is, for example, Atom, um, DYDX. Um, Tia, of course, so Celestia. So it's this all depends on, on one key technology we are currently developing, and this is the ICA, ICQ based liquid staking. So, very similar to what Stride is doing with, with their own chain, and they, they have, of course, direct access to these kind of technologies. Uh, we needed to wait to have it available through Cosmbuzzen. Um, the, the progress has been great, and but this is, this is one of the things uh, we also had already developed for the couple of i think the last six to nine months we have developed this so we have the contracts um in a in a good state and um, but we are finalizing um the contracts to to launch these kind of tokens and when when we do of course um we can immediately access all these 
uh, chains that don't have Cosmbasm but have these interchain accounts available. So, so this this is one of the directions. Um, then, we, for example, we have to, today we have posted uh, the the sale proposal. I'm I'm not sure if how many people follow the 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 sale DAO right now. It's uh, a DAO on Osmosis that has received, I think, five million Osmo to uh, deploy liquidity to different projects. And one of the projects is also Ares Protocol. We are also getting 1.25 million Osmo to to um, to provide SNLP. So it's 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 not Ares Capital. It's uh, it will still be in the control of Sale DAO, of course. Um, but it allows us to also bring uh, our app vaults to Osmosis to also stabilize AMP Osmo and B Osmo. And th this will also be very interesting because um, what we also want to um, capture is, of course, the, the stride um, um, DPEG from, from their original tokens. So this is something you will hear here first, is that we are currently also working on an ICA based solution to also stabilize uh, Stride's coin, coins, Stride coins, um, just to provide a better ecosystem and more stabilized uh, these kind of DPEX we are seeing on, on, on these coins. And also provide value for, for the Osmosis community as, as they also support us in, in, with their liquidity. Then uh, one additional thing we are also working on is of course the errors, um, claim drop and we we are trying to do it in the, the most fair way and that is based on revenue so any kind of dollar of revenue that generates one ecosystem for us or one user for us uh, will be dropped in the same amount of ARIS tokens so for example if an ecosystem provides us uh, with, a, with a grant even if it's uh, used for audits or, or something else just helping the ARIS protocol, we, we will drop the same amount to, to the, the stakers of the ecosystem. And there, there are, or we have been supported by a lot of different ecosystems. So this is also how we will be distributing our tokens. The more our ecosystem supports us, the more to tokens uh, the ecosystem gets. And the same for the user. So if, if you're a user, you are using ARIS, you're locking up uh, AMP Luna in AMP Governance, then you, you get more uh, errors than a user that is not using errors, just because uh, you're supporting us, you're using our products, uh, you're giving us feedback and so on. Um, um, yeah. Can I come in yeah. a little bit? Sure. Philip, um, it, it, it's really interesting listening to you talk. Um, it's a bit of a brain download. I mean, I think errors is quite complex i'm just wondering if we can maybe get some like i know there's people in this room that, that use eris actively and um, can we just see some thumbs up if you if you consider yourself an active eris user maybe a thumbs down if you're not so familiar that's going out to everyone in the room so no eris users here stunned stunned <laughs> silence <laughs> um just i mean before we sort of go into the token and then that's very interesting in and of itself um like i'm just looking at eris on my laptop while listening to the call um i would say terra is your sort of most developed ecosystem okay we're getting loads of thumbs yeah um i think there's a little bit of a delay that's what it is um yeah super super late delay by the way <laughs> yeah no there is because I, I remember i had trouble with the space one time and i had to try and do it through my computer while also being on the phone and it was yeah it was very weird um yeah i mean do, do you have a favorite product i mean on terra you've got kind of six different sections um i mean one i'm i'm particularly interested in and um i'll, I'll use the word um yeah well, i'll say it shameful um at the moment orbital command aren't taking the the governance section seriously um there, there's someone in this call might have to boot them out of the room. In fact, there's two people in this call. They might have to get booted. Um, 4719 and Rose from Cosmos Rescue, they are taking the, the AMP governance seriously. Um, and essentially, they're winning more delegations for their validators by locking up Luna or locking up, well, locking up Luna in Eris and then using the AMP Luna to kind of vote for their own validators to... Um, 
get them more of the Luna that's locked up in Eris. Hopefully I've described that okay. But just looking at it actually, Cosmos Rescue are are, are going hard. They've um they're up to number two at the moment. Um yeah, so is there anything you'd like to sort of add about AMP governance and why validators should take it seriously? I mean it's kind of self-evident, but um is it do you I mean do you think it's just validators kind of voting for themselves or is rose kind of speaking maybe rose can come up and speak for herself at some stage but like or, or do you think it's community participants going oh wow cosmos rescue are here i'm going to vote for them okay. um, I mean, personally i think it's probably the former but, so um, yeah if you'd like to comment i i, I think m governance is great and it works like we want it to work because it, it shows commitment from validators validators can lock up their capital they, they believe into in one ecosystem they lock up their capital for a long period, because you, you can lock up to two years in crypto space, two years is, is like an eternity. And so they they should also be rewarded for that. And it also is, is something that is being shown to the to the community. So if, if you are participating in AMP governance and a validator locks up a huge amount of capital, um, sim, it's very similar to Migalu, by the way. So for example, uh, Ginkgo locked up immediately 1 million uh, whale or something and, and showed the community, hey, we are here, we want to build here on Migaloo. And it just shows commitment to the community. And of course, we, we, we want to incentivize users voting in, in this kind of, uh, in the, the governance. And it's, it's a very hard topic because over, over the whole Cosmos ecosystem, we see very low um, participation in governance and most um, votes are being decided by validators. We, we don't need to 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 uh, to hide this kind of fact, and similar as AMP governance, so most of the votes I would expect is from the validator itself. And we have received a couple of requests that uh, we we also do some kind of bribing market um, on AMP governance. So, for example, validators could reward uh, voters also um, for themselves. And we have not started the work because right now we we try to incentivize it via the Ares drop. So, for example, if you lock up uh, AMP Lunar or AMP Whale uh, in AMP Governance, you get twice uh, the the Ares drop. So this is also one incentive instead of just holding it in your wallet. And something similar has been done by by Migalu. They also want to um, incentivize voting, so they they provided the sale drop. Um, if user voted with at least 1,000 mVoyer. Um, so we see some kind of uptick uh, in, in user numbers there too. Oh, just so I'll come back on this voting then. Um, I, so, I mean, if, if I've got some AMP Luna, can I vote with that? How do I vote with that? Yeah, if, if you have AMP Luna, you can lock it up. You define uh, the locking, locking period. And yep. based on your locking period, you get a voting power. Um, if if you lock it up, if you don't lock it up, or if it's the lock has ended because you need, have this min lock of three weeks, um, if if the lock is up, you get the voting power factor of one. If you lock it up for one year, you get a voting power factor of five, and if you lock it up for two years, uh, you get a voting factor of ten. So yeah, sorry, my I totally had a misconception here. So this is this is not about this is voting in AMP governance. It's not like it's not about voting for governance proposals on a chain it's both it's both it, it is both so you you both vote for delegations but the same voting power can be used to vote on governance proposals um but we haven't seen uh, a big interest from the community to vote on these governance proposals through errors um mainly because as you said um, the most participants are validators and usually validators already vote um, with their validator and so it's it's very similar it w it would be a very similar outcome okay so just just for clarity then can a user can can i vote with my amp governance stake for a for a terra governance proposal yes. on eris yes wow so how do how do we do that then so maybe maybe you can tell me after the call yeah I, I, I like I, this so that I, I will let you know after the call i mean Essentially, right now, um, it's still permission to create these kind of governance proposals. But as soon as someone uh, joins our Telegram and, and says he would like to vote on this, we would instantiate it. And th this is mostly done because um, a technical 
um, limitation we have because we can't query um, governance proposals on chain via Cosmwasm. And what we need for instantiating this the kind of proposal, we need to set the end date of the proposal. So we have this kind of a snapshot of when to count the voting power that is voting for it. And th this is currently done off-chain and being submitted by one of our operator wallets. And this, this is the only thing that is permission, so only the creation of, of the voting process is permission, but afterwards any user that has voting power in ERIS governance uh, can vote on, on these proposals. And for us, it was always very important that the voting power and delegation power stays with the user of the chain. So it, it will never be something like that ERIS token holders um, have a say in the governance um, of a different chain. We, we don't want to have that. Okay, so there might be a hidden message in that last part that you just um, said. Okay, I, I mean, I'll be honest, this kind of goes to my point that I think ERIS is quite complicated because I, I got kind of lost in that explanation. Um, so rather than confuse the whole space, let's bring it on. Yeah, um, you did. No, let's continue exactly this path because this is also something we also saw. Okay, we, we started developing on, on Terra. We had one product. So we started with Amplifier and we expanded there a, a little bit. But as, as, as you say, Ares has grown a lot over the last year. And we, we also see that and the complexities, especially with, with these kind of double wrapped uh, tokens like you get Mvale, you, you stake Mvale on the other chain, you get a receiving token, you get it to Ginkgo and collateralize it and so on. So it, it gets a lot more complicated. And we want to simplify generally how we interact with Cosmos chains in, in a whole. And this is very similar to what, in, in my opinion, Station V3 also wants to solve um, is this kind of multi-chain user experience needs to be better than it is today with Cosmos. So what we want to do is completely abstract away uh, IBC that users don't have to think about IBC, about channels and so on. It, it doesn't really matter, to be honest, for applications. And we also want to abstract away any kind of chain. So it doesn't matter if you interact with Terra or with uh, Osmosis or with uh, Migaloo. It, it should be the same user interface. You only connect your wallet once because you have usually Kepler or a station. And it already gives us the opportunity to have all your wallet addresses. Then we have your, all, all your wallet address. You have one dashboard where you can see all your tokens on all different chains. And when you hit deposit on, on one kind of chain, it immediately pops up the right window um, with the right account and so on. And this is something we, we have been working on. I'm, I'm not sure. Can you share the, the screenshot I shared in advance? Or do you have, or should I share a new one? If, if you have it handy, that would be I, I don't have it handy right now. That's my issue. <laughs> It's 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 I have it. I, 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 I have it. Wait, I, I I can share it here. Let's see if I get it going. Well, we'll we'll certainly do. We'll do a we'll do a recap thread of this space. We can definitely include it in that. I mean, one thing sort of as part of my role at TFM, I noticed that we get a lot of support queries to do with transactions in inverted commas being stuck, and essentially that's going to a relayer and then not being spat out the other side. So what, what TFL seem to be doing with, with limiting the number of chains on station is, is kind of frustrating on one hand, but if it means those 20 chains, 25 chains, whatever it is, are just going to always work, then there's definitely a good sort of case for doing it that way. Um, but have you thought about the sort of infrastructure that will be required? Because like using public infrastructure for this kind of thing, I think could well leave people not getting their tokens where they think they're going to get them. Yeah, no. So the, 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 this is one of the biggest uh, differences between us and other other teams. We, we really use our products ourselves. And that means if, if we see any kind of issue with public infrastructure or with any kind of nodes we have, we, we can scale it up easily and um, generally. All our main chains are being run by our, ourselves, so we have the, our own in, node infrastructure for that. And they are, they are very, very high-performance nodes, so our nodes didn't have any issues yet. And um, as soon as we see issues, we, we scale out very, very simply. And the, the idea behind Ares is also this that it's, it's completely standalone. That means we, we don't have any kind of back-end dependencies. We don't have any kind of indexes running. 
and we do everything on the chain and only have the front end co connecting to these kind of nodes because um, this is one of the, the, the best things about, uh, to be honest, about Cosmos ecosystem. These nodes are very easily scalable um, to, 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 to a lot of different nodes. So it's, it's very simple to, to do this kind of scaling if you don't have any kind of complex inf uh, indexer infrastructure. And the, the, the only difference I have posted in, in our chat the, the screenshot of, of what you, we are working on. Uh, MB, can you post it to the Twitter? To, to our client? I'll tell you what, I, I, I will do that, and MB can maybe jump yeah. in and do the hosting while I do some typing. Okay. So, I, I mean, essentially, in, I, I will start explaining this kind of screenshot, what we are doing, is right now we are building this kind of one GUI where you have all the different yield opportunities um, through Ares protocol on a single view, and you see your deployment on any of them and all the states you have and, and how much capital you have deployed. And this is only the first step because it allows just to have this kind of dashboard of all your, cap, all your assets, and you can deposit new assets, withdraw, and so on from, from a single GUI. And, but this is only half, half the step we want to take. The next step, of course, is um, use hooks and PMF uh, so, so this package uh, forwarding middleware um, to allow deposits into any kind of product from any kind of chain. So that means if if you have Amplunar on Megaloo or, or the other way around, if, if you have Amplunar on Terra and you want to deposit it in Alliance on Megaloo, it's a single sign um, on the Terra ecosystem to deposit it into the Megaloo ecosystem and into Alliance. So it's... We, we want to abstract away this kind of IBC everywhere. I was just going to say, what about IBC? And if you're abstracting that away, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the underlying issues with um, delayed packages, bad relaying, and so on, um, is not solved by that, of course. Um, ideally, we also find a way to integrate uh, this, these kind of self-relaying uh, packages too in, in the future. Uh, but it's it's a step-by-step -step process for us. Um, we needed to set up this kind of, we had a, a huge um, rewrite of our front end um, to, to allow this kind of flexibility that we connect to 10 chains at the same time, show all the data. And this, this was a, a huge refactoring of our source code and supporting more wallets and so on. And yeah, and this is just the first step. And then IBC is, is next to abstract it away. And make everything easier for for the Cosmos ecosystem. Yeah, I'm just looking at the uh, at the dashboard screenshot that you shared. Hopefully, Rebel will get get one up for everybody else to see in a second. Um, but it looks amazing. Um, yeah, looking forward to seeing that. So, what else is, uh, has has got planned, Philip? Um, that dashboard is certainly going to be great. Um, um, anything else on the uh, on the roadmap that you can share with the group here? Um, okay, so I shared uh, the Ares token launch. Um, we, we are still currently setting up the, the legal framework for it um, to launch the token in, in the right way. Um, we we try to do it in Q1, but uh, don't nail us on that. Uh, so it could certainly be Q2 for for the launch. Um, we we. Q2 is, is something like a, a very hard line we, we set for ourselves and because we announced our um, claim drop last year in August, I think. So a Q2 would be approximately one year and we, we want to launch it um, because it's to, to just delay these kind of claim drops um, or airdrops is, is also not great in my opinion because it doesn't allow price discovery and so on. Um, so we want to get it out in Q2 latest. Now, Philip, you were you were talking about um, like different communities who have supported Eris and how you're then going to sort of pay it forward or pay it back, however you want to um, describe it, um, by including them in the the Eris claim drop airdrop. Um, I've got bad kids. Are um, bad kids holders going to be included? You're you're funny. <laughs> um, it's. You know, uh, I, I think we're currently circling back to, to one of, of my, my initial uh, things I said. 
it's it's very hard to find a footing in the cosmos ecosystem and there are a couple of you know these these islands of projects or a group of projects some call it cartel or something um and it's it's very hard to get into these kind of um cartels if 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 you understand what i mean and we intend to to stay true to our meaning we, we are for the community everybody who uses us uh, will get an airdrop anybody who supports us like for example lion dao added uh, uh uh, pick uh, in in the pixel lines added a trade for Ares protocol. We, we see it as an additional marketing, so they also are included in the claim drops. Um, we have a couple of other NFT projects that also want to use um, some kind of Ares features, which we will also include. So um, it it needs to be related to to something to Ares. So um, just dropping a token to bad kids um, is probably not gonna happen at the moment. Um, okay, well, that, I mean, that's that's really interesting that you're telling us sort of end of Q2 is a sort of hard deadline for this. Um, is is it going to be like a sort of retroactive? I know, I know, like for example, this guppy thing that was done on. Um, sorry, if any disrespect, they're calling it a guppy thing. Um, some of the sort of recent tokens that have launched on different chains, um, have sort of said, listen, you have to do this, and you'll get the airdrop. Is is Eris going to work that way, or are you going to sort of loop backwards and see, right, who has been using our product? I mean, it's we we are we are already taking snapshots every week. So every week we see how is our user distribution. These kind of snapshots have have two um, ideas behind it. One that we reward existing users. So if if you have supported us for one year, um, you will certainly get more Eris than someone who has just recently started um, using us. And second, we, we also see our user behavior a little bit. So because we, we don't do any kind of crazy in-app tracking of what kind of button you click and so on, um, we we want to see that on the chain. So so we only believe um, what is being done on the chain. And by holding Mpluna, we, we snapshot every chain where wallets have Mpluna and we see this kind of user behavior where it is shifting, where we have a good um, response. For example, we had a little bit of marketing with, with the sale uh, or a bit of marketing with Injective, and we see these kind of user inflows over the snapshot times. It's, it's very nice to see this this kind of energy coming back to the market at the moment. Okay, so just for clarity then, is, is, it, is it the case then that 4719 and Rose are not only benefiting themselves on AMP governance by voting for their own validators and getting more delegations, the fact that they're doing that on Eris is going to also get them quite a healthy Eris airdrop. Is yes, that right? yes. They, they, they take part in the Eris uh, AMP governance, and that means they will also be rewarded, just the same as others. Um, we will also not have some kind of whale caps for that because um, for us, it's one dollar of revenue is one dollar of revenue. If it's paid by a whale, it's it's also okay. If it's a validator, it's also okay. It's for us, it's just fair to reward people who support our protocol and use it, and um, also advertise it. Because, um, for example, four seven one nine also advertised it on on Twitter. The same with Rose, and they, they take part in it and they they, they leverage uh, the, their own tokens that they hold from the Cosmos ecosystem to. To earn more through their validator, it's it's a very valid approach, and it shows their commitment to the ecosystem. Um, I I would just like to verbally send them both a meme. You know, the one with the black guy smiling and tapping his head. Smart. Um, Orbital Command are really going to have to jump on this, and and also Galactic Punks, who kind of been dabbling with um, AMP governance. Um, I think we're going to get on it more heavily, or I'll certainly be advocating for them to get to get on it more heavily themselves. Um, is is there anything else about this of the token launch that you'd like to address? I mean, we haven't shared much about the token itself. It's it's especially done this way that um, we 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 will share details when we launch it. But there will be some some nice utilities uh, in the token itself. We we have already modeled it uh, how we want to do it. It will be very similar, of course, that revenue goes to token holders. So it's it's not something like uh, that you, you hold just a governance token to upgrade uh, the ARIS contract. 
uh, this will not be the case. So there will be a real revenue going to the uh, token holders. And, and there will be a burn utility. So you can burn errors and get something in return. Um, and the, the, the funniest one, <laughs> now you, since you've mentioned burning, the, the funniest one I think is, um, is it ash? You can do something with that and turn <laughs> into gash, <laughs> which I just think is hilarious. Yeah, this um, is crazy. <laughs> I, I wonder if it maybe maybe it's already been decided. I'm possibly out of the loop. As it, can you tell us which chain the Eris token is going to launch on? Uh, this is this is a very very uh, difficult question for us because um, while in we 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 have our our favorite chains which are Migalu, uh, Terra, and a couple of others, of course. But we are, we are very multi-chain maxis. So um, we, we don't believe that launching it on a single chain is, is, is deciding something for us. So it's, it's, it's just the, the base of, the, of the, the token, but it doesn't mean that we don't build products on other, other chains or um, have any kind of more alliance with, with with one single chain, and to be fully honest, uh, currently with uh, the chapter eleven filling of TVL at uh, TF, TFL, um, it it creates a little bit of uncertainty on Terra for us. And yeah, and currently we 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 are still um, of course um, watching what is happening in the space, um, and it has not been decided yet. I mean, could it? And I'm sure the answer. I, I'm just just making stuff up at this stage. How about inscribing it on the Cosmos Hub? <laughs> you know, this is this is one of the real uh, things we have evaluated, and we we might even do that. To be honest, just inscribe it on the Cosmos Hub, and and it would be a a fine thing to do. But uh, as as I already said, our this this doesn't match our philosophy. This is the only problem we have, because inscribing it would require. To run indexing infrastructure, similar what is uh, Astro or the team, the DeFi team is doing um, on on Cosmos Hub. They run their own indexers to to do these kind of inscriptions, and this is not what we want to do. So ideally, uh, we we want to have it on chain, really, not the, you know you know the transfers and so on, and not in some kind of indexer that it needs to be run by someone. Well, I mean, I guess this is something people could do. I mean, we should maybe, or may, maybe Eris could, <clears throat> excuse me, put out a tweet or a tweet thread about asking people where they think they should launch the token. And yeah, that might get a nice bit of social media engagement <laughs> if we all jump on and give our opinions. Yeah, exactly. And then we add a poll and suddenly a couple of chains get 10,000 of votes with 300 users, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it, it hasn't been decided yet. We we have a lot a couple of chains in mind that that would fit very well um, with with the Eris token and, but it it hasn't been decided yet, because it's 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 a difficult topic for us also because we are also very aligned to to a couple of ecosystems, and each of them have has their own benefits and disadvantages. Awesome. I, I don't know if you have any questions, MB, before we open this up to the floor, but just to respect everyone's time, we've got maybe 12, 15 minutes left. Um, so if there is anyone listening who would like to raise a question or a comment to um, Philip and Eris, um, just request the mic. And while we're waiting, MB, have you got any final comments for Philip? Yeah, I mean, Philip's covered so much. It's been a great space, but I was just going to ask him, uh, ask Philip, yeah, look, how do you feel about what's happening in Cosmos right now? Um, optimistic and, and you know, what do you see as, you know, what's the more exciting things you see happening on the horizon at the moment? Where are you degening? Are you degening? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, degening, I, I, I don't do too much degenning. I do collateralization and lending and stuff like that, but I don't do leverage. So I, I don't leverage trade anything. I, I, I burned my hands a little bit using uh, Levana. I, I, I really like their the, the product, but um, these kind of Osmo spikes that, that we saw just before the epoch time, because during epoch time, Osmosis chain is 
you know, the, the lock production takes 10 minutes or something or five minutes. And during that, it's always, yeah, a little bit, how's it called? You, you can uh, manipulate the price a bit or the price was manipulated a bit. And yeah, but but that doesn't matter. I, I like to use DeFi products. And the, the biggest issue is uh, tax reporting for, for me personally. Um, but I'm I'm glad that I I can code up something. So we we have internally developed some tool for a, a really crazy tax reporting stuff across Cosmos that can analyze all transactions and so on. But it's it's not this kind of state where we could launch it as a product because um, every every chain is different, you know. <laughs> And we, we mostly uh, index the, the kind of stuff that we are doing internally as, as a team. And um, that is required for, for the team members. So, so we can have a full tax reporting um, regarding our treasury. And just, yeah, thanks for those tax comments, just to sort of put a bit of a downer on the, the whole thing. <laughs> but I, I put the, or linked to the screenshot that you shared up in the nest if anyone wants to have a look at it i'm, I'm still a little bit confused by what i'm looking at is it the case that it's like lps and assets that are currently on eris but sort of separated into their own chain silos that you're going to kind of bring together and put on one yes. single dashboard yeah so, so this is a thing. It, it will be a single dashboard where you can interact with all chains, all Ares products where you deposit anything. It will be a single screen, and of course, there will be better filtering search uh, possibilities. So you can search by a, a coin or only display um, your deposited coins or where you can deposit and so on. So a little bit of smarter UI where you can just interact with any kind of product and also see the state of of your token. So, for example, if you have uh, Amp Luna on on your on Terra, for example, um, it will be shown as deposit. And if you have uh, Amp Luna locked in governance, you will also see it on the same screen, which you currently can't in in Eris protocol. And in in the in a future update, we also want to show cross chain allocations of tokens. So, for example, if you have Amp Luna on on Megalu, it will also show this kind of amount. Um, or will include it in your deposit amount. So, so it's it's just this kind of universal view on on your assets uh, on Ares, but you can also interact with it. So like, I want to withdraw something, I will want to start unbonding process, or I want to deposit more or whatever you want. Okay, so just, just so I've got this clear in my head, I mean, there, there's one thing I think, or not, I mean, there's a lot of things, but well, one thing I think would or could do with being sort of highlighted um, maybe the people in Megalu would disagree, but I think it's really cool that you can deposit native USDC onto Eris on the sort of Megalu interface, and that gets staked sort of behind the scenes over on Ginkgo, and then the, the the sort of liquid stake token you get back gets deposited into a or into the Alliance module in Megalu for an extra sort of bit of um, yield. I describe that right? Yeah, you described yeah. it completely right. Because I, I, yeah. I also thought uh, that the the user experience of adding UCC to Ginkgo and align stack it and so on is complex, and then you need to manually auto compound your whale rewards. And usually these USDC farmers, they they just want to deposit USDC and be done with it and just receive it. And by the way, um, if you do that, you will also be part of of Ares claim drop as well. So if you use USDC here. Uh, through Ares, then you will also get uh, a location, an Ares allocation. Awesome. Um, can, can you remember what the APY was on uh, for the sort of first month? Because it, it seemed quite realistic now. Still not bad, 15% or something, but was I, it like... I mean, really in, the nice? beginning, in the beginning, it was like 50%, 60%. It was very high. But of course, um, the, the deposits on Ginkgo... Um, went up and this this is had a very positive effect on Ginkgo 2 because um, now you also have liquidity to exit um, from USDC and th this was one of the reasons why um, for example I didn't use Ginkgo at first because um, it has a high risk if you deposit like an asset into a protocol 
and there's no liquidity for you to exit it again. Um, so they have worked a little bit about also their algorithm of how they define the API, um, which improved things over there too. Um, thank you for that clarification. I, I this, I mean, no one's requested the mic, so I'm I'm quite happy just to keep going. But just so that I've got this sort of clear in my head, so you, you that USDC deposit can totally be done in Eris. What about if I was in the solid or wanted to use the solid Axlar USDC LP on Astroport on Terra? I can also do that on Eris as far as I'm yeah. aware. But what if I wanted just to deposit Axlar USDC into Cavern Protocol on Terra? Can I do that in Eris? Uh, you can't do this in Eris, mostly because um, we... Okay, so so the goal of this GUI it's it's not to replace Pulsar. Uh, if if you remember the the governance proposal from Pulsar, that they also asked for a grant, and in return they wanted to develop this kind of thing where you can interact with any kind of DeFi application through their ecosystem, uh, or through their page. And this is why it's so interesting that uh, Station or TFL bought Pulsar, is because uh, I think Pulsar has been working on on this kind of integration. And th this would be more what, what you are thinking about right now, in my opinion. Um, because Ares will, of course, show mostly Ares products to use. So because uh, AMP USDC is, is an Ares product, a, a wrapper around Ginkgo and this Avine stacking. So it's, it's this kind of combination of both. What we provide, this is our additional value we provide to Migalo. And it's, we, we can't use it the same for Kevin because Kevin, um, we, it's it would just be a wrap around their GUI to be honest, because you can deposit USDC, XLA USDC also on their GUI, and it wouldn't be any kind of additional value we provide by just adding it to our GUI. And this is where Pulsar would be great. Um, and I think that they will go this way that when they fully integrated with Station, you will see both your uh, dashboard of value assets are allocated, but you will be also be able to interact with your assets that have been deployed. So you will see something like Kevin deployed, I don't know, 100 uh, US, XLR USDC, and you can withdraw it directly from the station GUI, something like that. Or at least th this is what, what I would like to see them do. So, I mean, do you, maybe you don't have inside information on that, but that, I mean, that seems a reasonable thing for um, a project to develop. I think there's quite a few projects doing stuff like that, 42 or doing something. TFM or thinking of something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would like to see it, um, but um, as as you know, TFL is under a lot of scrutiny right now. So um, I I also asked them to to integrate some of Ares products, and it's it's a little bit difficult because they they will provide or operate a front end for these smart contracts then, and they have a very strict legal framework at the moment in what they need to operate. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. don't get me started on that. So we've got Techers up with a comment or question. Techers, the floor is yours. Hi there, thanks for having me. Um, just got a quick question, I'll be quick. Um, so if I lock up my uh, Luna or Whale into Amp Luna or Amp Whale, and say I thought if I want to unbond it um, a year or, year or so later, is there a difference between that and also swapping it on, say, CoinHall? As in, because I know, obviously, liquor staking, the longer you leave it, the more value it's worth when you unbond it. But is, it, is there a difference if I unbond it or swap it on, say, CoinHall or Astroport? No. So th there, there's no specific difference. Um, you, you need to see these kind of AMP tokens as receipt tokens. So when you return the receipt, you get your, your funds back. And, but you can also trade your receipt token. So some, some other user want to, to trade it from you. And usually, if you want to have this kind of instant uh, unbonding with, without needing to wait for the 21 days, you can just swap it. But you will always, always have this kind of a small um, increased price. So, so usually, you are paying between 1% and 2% um, fees, or not fees, but um, spread um, for, for selling it immediately instead of waiting 21 days. Okay. Um, 
and also just one more thing. Um, I'm with Rebel. Like, I use OS, but it is quite complicated. Um, so uh, if I don't know how I can say this, but if there could be some sort of, I don't know, idiot's guide on how to use some of your more complex products, that would be very handy. I don't know if obviously you can't have time. Um, but also, is there any way you can possibly reduce your 21-day lockup or on any of your products? Uh, no. So, so, so you can't reduce the, the lockup period? That's not possible? Um, if, for example, if you used mGovernance, um, the, the, these kind of locks are set until the date because you, you got your voting power and you, you were able already to vote on things. Um, and yeah, the, the, the other thing is the, the user experience, we, we totally agree with you. And this is why we are working on simplifying it or at least um, giving a better overview of, of the state of things, um, how, how you can interact with it. But this this is a work in progress because it's but like like we said it's we we have grown a lot over over the last year and have onboarded a lot of different products and chains and we just need to have this kind of unified again a little bit more than currently. Okay, no problem. Thank you uh, for having me and thanks for your answers, Philip. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Techers, for such a well-mannered um, intervention, not really an intervention, but for, for stepping up. Um, I mean, one of the things about the 21 days is that, I mean, that's that's the, just so I've got it right in my head, that's that's the lunar unbonding period. This is, that's not like an Eris thing, is it? You're, you're just respecting the, the unbonding of state lunar. Hopefully that wasn't such a stupid question. I've stunned Philip uh, into silence. Can, can you repeat it, please? What well, Techers was talking about, like twenty-one yeah. days unbonding. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not like an Eris protocol thing. That's just like on Terra, it takes twenty-one days to unbond your Luna, and that is why if you want to turn or slow burn the Amp Luna back into Luna, it takes twenty-one days because essentially you're unstaking Luna. Yeah. So, so this kind of twenty-one days is chain specific, and but uh, you you can skip this kind of opportunity cost of the twenty-one days by swapping it out. But usually, it it costs this one to two percent markup in price, and this is exactly how our up vaults work. Up vaults work exactly the other way around. So they trade Luna to Amp Luna to keep the market stable. So when you want to exit, for example, Amp Luna, it's always in this kind of pack range of one to two percent, um, and it's. It's very stabilized, and we have seen if if you look at the data from TFM, for example, the charts between Luna and Amp Luna, they are very um, closely aligned uh, in what we expect the, the the price to be. There are not big wicks or something like that. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Philip. Thank you everyone for being in the room. I can see Edith joined towards the end. I met Edith at Cosmoverse. Edith is lovely. Um, Br uh, MB. <laughs> Would you like to say anything before we shut this thing down? No, thanks so much, Philip. It's been a great space. And thanks, everybody, who's been listening. Um, we'll definitely have another one soon. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Everyone, techers, we will take on your Idiot's Guide suggestion, and that's something the Orbital Command will start sort of producing content on initially for Eris Protocol. Thanks, everyone. Speak soon. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic I 
I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tim Spaces.